welcome to the Petty Witches Podcast. I'm Calistrate. I'm Melano. And this is us. Yeah. This is this is it. This is it. This is it. May I be warned, don't do any of the stupid shit we try at home. Welcome back. God, how long has it been? Uh, three let's weeks? see. It, it was before Thanksgiving. So oh, three weeks? It's longer. It's been a long ass time, I think. I don't, I think it can't be more than three weeks. Um, we're back, though. You're literally looking up the podcast on Spotify to see when the last date we uploaded was. Oh, well, was. fuck you. Fucking duh. Fuck. <laughs> Did you forget what the fucking podcast... No, I hit the wrong... November 13th. Oh, shit. Then that was... Uh, almost exactly a month ago. Shit. So about... Yeah. Four weeks. Four, four or five weeks. weeks. Yeah. Four weeks. Fuck, okay. So... I was off by one. I was close. Yeah, there have been sickness and adventures and, and family. I had tests. Holidays. Holidays. Oh, God, that was a nightmare. <sighs> Can we just not ever talk about holidays and family again? Yeah. Let's all agree that I'm saying this as Christmas is coming up. <laughs> I know. Like, never mind. We're all going to avoid that, actually. Yeah, so. Okay, after New Year's, we're done with family. We're done. <laughs> we're I mean, done. yeah. Um, At least until, no, actually, my Easter? family. No. Maybe? My family celebrates Easter. Mine does, but that's more like little kid stuff that I don't... Like, I'm old. I'm oh, sorry. We, we actually do food and shit, and sometimes I'm even expected to go to church, which I cleverly get out of by... What <coughs> <laughs> <laughs> year they're gonna catch on? Either that or I'll just sit in there in church and look at my brother and just go, Is it? Is it hot in here? <laughs> do, do, do you feel like you're about to catch on fire? Because I do. <laughs> I'm leaving. Yeah. No? Okay. I, I don't know. I th- I was thinking more like my birthday. I feel like oh. my birthday would be before Easter. Is it? It might be. I yeah. don't know. It's usually either before Easter, after, or on the same day of. Well. Actually, it might be on the same day of, because my I love how I'm looking to see if my fucking birthday's on Easter. Pardon my language. I'm. That's a lie. Don't do that. So, I actually... No, my birthday is on Easter this year. Fucking disgusting. Yeah, this has happened all the time. I would think I was born on Easter. I don't know. Well, um, sorry for leaving y'all off on such a not fun episode. Oh yeah, that was awful. We we promised something nice, but that was a it that was a happen. fucking lie. It didn't happen. We promised it, you know, like a liar. <laughs> I said yes, <laughs> you know, like, like a liar. liar. No, anyway, we are back. Yes, and I was born Hopefully on we'll be back again next week. You know, we say that, but like a liar. We're hoping. <laughs> we lie. I mean, it's actually your turn next week. Yeah. So. I mean, it was supposed to be my turn this week, isn't no, it? No, it wasn't. It wasn't? The last episode was um yours. It was the Wicca Paganism and Wicca. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it is my week. So it is your week. Okay. So. Yeah. I'll have to look my notes. We're coming up on that Christmas episode. Oh, yeah. Oh, Christmas. Christmas is on a Wednesday this year. I know! And I, like, work two days after that. Yeah, we probably should do our Christmas episode. Not on Christmas. Yeah, no. So next week. Next week, and then we'll... And then we'll be all hanging for Christmas, because no one's gonna listen on Christmas. And finals. You've got finals, don't you? Yes, but you act like I'm going to go to them. I'm not in school... I don't know. I'm failing all my classes because I've been too depressed to go, and this is what happens. Well, on that great note, we've got a lovely topic for y'all today. Bridget yes. Clary. Oh, boy. A.K.A. how to... No, A.K.A. how to be a good husband. Yes, that was it. A.K.A. how to be a good husband. Yep. Because let me tell you, this isn't it. This is not it. You're happy, you're gay. I'm happy. Basically... Everything that this man does, do the opposite. <laughs> do the exact opposite. I'm sure some of y'all have already heard of Bridget Clary. Or maybe you haven't, because I didn't. Maybe you haven't. It's one of my favorite things. Well, now not really just... my favorite things. Um, it's something I, in- I find really interesting. So, like, me and the Zodiac Killer? Yes. Okay, that's fair. 
Except Bridget Clary was pretty open and shut. Yeah. Alright, so... I don't like open and shut things, because I'm a fucking weirdo, so... I... I have cursed twice this episode. Actually, And we're, like, five minutes in. I mean, I've cursed more than that, I think. That's fair. I'm just surprised. I've cursed too much lately. So, for this, we actually have a whole cast of characters. Alright, introduce them. Roll call! So, our first character is Bridget Clary. No shit! Also, um, and her maiden name was Boland. That's a, that's my, I have a friend with that last name, actually. So we've got Bridget Boland, slash Bridget Clary. Her name wasn't Boland, though. But, yeah, yeah I mean, her name isn't Bridget. Her last name is Boland. Yeah. I think. So she was born in 1869 in County Tipperary, which is in Ireland. I kind of figured it was in Ireland. It is in Ireland. She died at age 25 on March 15th. God, she died, 1895. She, like, you're four years apart right now. Like, she died four, like, I'm five years, holy shit. She was, she was not very old. No, Um, she was not. And she married a Mr. Michael Clary. Fuck you, Michael Clary. In 1887. And he was, like, 12 years older than her. Wasn't that common at the time? Though? Oh, it was very common. Yeah. He was in, like, his 30s, and she was, like, 18. Yeah, that that's common at the time. Because they had like, been married so, Today's for... time, that's creepy shit. They had been married... He was nine years older. Stop biting that's the cat and me. Anyway, so here are our other characters. So we have Michael Clary, Bridget's husband. Husband. We've got John Dunn, who is their neighbor. So they have a neighbor. They have a neighbor. His name is John Dunn. He... Was very charismatic. I saw in several things that it was very charismatic. Is it John? No, sorry, Jack. I wrote Jack and John. So either John or Jack. I think it. There's a cat and he is <laughs> sniffing our mic. No, he's sniffing my hand. Yeah. Which is helping hold the mic. Because okay, so Mr. Dunn, we're just going to call him that because. You, you fucked Jack. up. Jack, it was Jack. It was Jack. You fucked up. I wrote Jack and John. I can was you, having. Can you. What are you doing? He's making himself comfortable. Okay. I'll, I'll guess I'll pay attention there to you. There is a cat now next to our mic. His name is Freddie Mercury, if anyone is curious. And he has little toe beans. He is a void boy. He is a void. Yes. He is a slonky vo- void boy. I, he is the guardian of the void. <laughs> Freddie All Mercury right. is a guardian of the void. So we got Jack Dunn, who is their neighbor slash... Uh, her father's cousin. Oh, god damn. That's, they're, that's they're, a little weird. And then we've got Joanna Burke. Okay. Who is Bridget's cousin. Okay, so a lot of cousins. But you know three what? Of, and then three of Joanna's brothers. And only one of them is mi- mentioned. And his name is Patrick Kennedy. Okay. And then our last character is Patrick Boland. Who is Bridget's father. A lot of Patrick's. There's only one Patrick. Oh, no, I lied. There are two Patricks. Yeah, you I lied. I just like, Patrick. I was like, look it, at your notes. It's Ireland, okay? It's Ireland. They don't ha- I, I was going to say they don't probably don't have any names, many names. Actually, they do. They just don't use them. No, Irish names are fucking great. Okay, you know what? Have you not heard some of them? Looking at the cast of characters. Okay, yeah, these are boring. No, but you got yeah. stuff like Kiva and Shearsha. And I totally butchered Sersha. Um, yes, you did. Sersha. Uh, you know, they've got fun names. I like their names. Mainly because I spent two years trying to learn Irish Gaelic for in high school. How'd that go? Uh, I learned how to say that cow is brown. That's it? That's I learned I got. more, but that was all that I can really remember learning. That's like me saying, oh yeah, I took like one year of Japanese and all I know how to say is my name. I can say Gia Dwight. Okay, what's that mean? Hi. Actually, technically, it means God to you. I know Russians. Hi. I don't say Russian. Okay. Anyway, Ireland actually has some pretty bomb-ass names. Okay, I'll take your name. Hey, hey, hello. Okay, leave his blind son alone. (laughs) He's giving it to you, but he doesn't want you to touch it. (laughs) That makes no sense. (laughs) You're worse than my son. Alright. Oh, can I have your son? No. <laughs> That's a good boy. 
There you go. Take your son. Now he's like, we're going to <laughs> climb in your lap. Yeah, part the As animals are particularly clingy today, so... I don't know, because we had some weird shit happen the other day, but we digress. We're not going to talk anyway, about that. Anyway, so there is our cast of characters. Okay. We got lots of cousins. We got Jack slash John. I can't say I'm surprised on the cousin part, because I was going to make a white people joke, but then I said no. <laughs> well, I'm white. Well, they're Catholic. So I, yeah, okay. Okay. <laughs> I was going to make a white people joke, but I'm white, so I can do that, right? Like, I could, I could make white people jokes. Literally, the only explanation we need for this is that they're Catholic. I'll take it. Um, I so, don't think any of our viewers are Catholic, if you are. Actually, my, one of my friends who I know listens to this is. Oh, wait. Hi, Catholic viewer. I'm so sorry. St- I'm not. That's a lie. Oh, no. Anyway, so Bridget and Michael got married in 1887. Okay. Like, that's so interesting. Hello. Yeah. So they had been married for eight years. And if she died at 25, they got married when she was, like, 17. Gosh. 17, 18. She was pretty fucking young. Oh. Um. I can't imagine being married, I say, as I'm married. (laughs) What the fuck? Anyway, so they were seen as a very happy couple. Michael was nine years older. I thought you said 12. You lied. I know. And you lied I wrote to me. down. I wrote down exactly how much older he was. That's and then you said 12. Very, that was still a very large age gap, considering that she was, like, 17. That's fair. He was, like, All the lies. 28. Okay, I'll take that. 26. It's not as bad as it would have been, like, if he was in his 30s. Alright, and he was a cooper, which he made barrels. Because I had to look up what a cooper was. Uneducated swine. Excuse you. Did you know what a cooper was? <laughs> I had an idea. Oh. I was thinking more so of people who take care of pigs. No. <laughs> he made barrels. You know what? Taking care of pigs would be more exciting than making fucking barrels. Alright. And Bridget was a seamstress. And she sold eggs for extra income. So she's she's already, like... A boss babe. She is a boss babe. She's like a... She's, a hun! She's a hun! <laughs> she's... She's, so, she's my, rolling up to her... To, you know, the town square and county temporary. Just, you know, she's got her LuLaRoe... <laughs> <laughs> leggings. And, you know, like her fucking... So uh, she was a Karen. Yeah. She's a modern day Karen. She was a boss babe. So she's a modern day Karen that works like in an anti-MLM. Yes. But not in this store, she's not really MLM. No, but... But... I could see her ro- rocking some, you know, LuLaRoe with... Uh, uh, what's it? The Mary, Mary Kay, Kay. With a uh, hashtag boss babe mug. Oh, uh, yeah. I had one of those, and then I gave it away, because I was like, after that whole MLM thing, I was like, I'm done, I'm out. So, they were very well off for their area. The cat is in our Christmas ornaments. Hey, bitch, can you not? Yeah, all our Christmas ornaments are out, because I have not put them up yet, and the cat decided... Yeah, you got a few more days. Well, we got our tree yesterday. (laughs) Anyway... So, from a very young age, as all children during this time would have been instructed, she learned about the fairies. Now, in modern times, as a precautionary measure, don't fuck with the fae. Don't fuck with the danishy. Don't. Just don't. There's, there, that's a word I remembered. Danishy. Yeah, there you go. I'm there proud. <laughs> but, like, just... Like, I know a lot of people want to work with that, and I'm just like, don't. Don't fuck with the fae. Just don't fucking do and it. And if you do, know what you're doing. Yeah, like, don't read those, uh... Don't read the books. Trust me, I've seen way too many fairy books. Made by, like, primarily Wiccans, actually. Where it's like, yeah, invite them into your house. Uh-huh. Give don't, them your name. Don't do that shit. It's just, yeah, good. don't do any of that. So as a precautionary to this tale... Don't, don't fuck with the Danishy. Exactly. Just don't fucking do it. Alright, anyway. So, she had heard a lot of stories about them. The good neighbors. Mm-hmm. And she was known to be fascinated by them. You know, I don't blame her. In the sense, like... Yeah. Because, you know... Well, it was also known... Local cryptids. 
It's like us in Mothman. It was also known that she would go out to local fairy forts. Again, like us. We would definitely go to places where Mothman's been to say, fuck you, Mothman. I mean, if you want to find Mothman, you go to Point Pleasant. Yeah. That's my point. Like, we would totally go... We go to fucking places to try and get demons to come after our ass. Fair. That, like, so, something we would do. I do aspire to one day become a local cryptid. Exactly. Mainly, I think I'm gonna go hide on the side of the road in some woods with, like, fake antlers tied to my (laughs) head and, like, fake wings and just run across the road in the middle of the night in front of cars. (laughs) Do it. I'm gonna... I'm gonna support this. When it warms up, I'll, I'll go aspire to become a local cryptid. Honestly, just be a local cryptid now. Alright, anyway, so it was believed that on the morning of March, that is March, three is March. Yes. Three is March. (laughs) She lost it for a moment. I wrote March out. You did write March out, and then you wrote three, and you were like, is the third month March? Okay, in my defense, I'm bad with dates in the way where sometimes I'll go month, day, year. And other times, I'll go day, month, year. Oh, yeah. And so, I wasn't sure if I had gone day, month, year, or month, day, year. I'm I'm gonna assume. I'm going to assume I went month, day. Alright, anyway, on the morning of March 4th, 1895, which was a Monday. Okay, like, I needed to care (laughs) that it was a Monday. Um... She is believed to have stopped at a fairy fort on the way to sell eggs to her father's cousin, Jack Dunn. Okay. Whose name is in fact Jack and not John. Got it. I think. I hope (laughs) so. Anyway, it was a very cold morning, as it was early March. And this is in Ireland. And it was a three-mile walk round trip. And I don't know if that's just my lazy ass thinking. I would never do such a thing. I'd never walk that far to save my life. To sell eggs. It's really, really not question- that far. Okay, I want it to be known that I have walked, like, walking to the stop sign at the end of my road. Yeah. Like, the one outside of my complex. Yeah. Complex, to that sign and back is, like, <laughs> six miles. And I've done that. No issue before. I don't <gasps> kill myself. It only took us, like, two hours. Two hours? <laughs> oh, I can't imagine. Anyway, so after... My, t- my point is, I couldn't imagine, like, walking three well, miles in dead silence, because you don't have music or anything to listen yeah. to. You don't have anybody with you. What do you do to, like, make the time go faster? You look for fairies. Okay, I guess that works. Anyway, so after this three-mile walk, she could not get warm. So, that sounds like... Um, what am I thinking of? She developed a cough and a headache. Hypothermia. It sounds like hypothermia. Or a cold. Or a cold. <laughs> or pneumonia. That It could be either three. Like, there are several things out there that make you unable to get one. But, well, the well, following... Well, it doesn't sound like severe hypothermia. No, severe it, it would hypothe- not be. It would not yeah, be it would. hypothermia. It wouldn't be severe case. Anyway. Hypothermia does not cause a headache and cough. That's true. That's eliminated. But... It would be a cold. Interesting enough, if you're outside in the dead of winter... And you have hypothermia, and you know you have hypothermia because it'll then begin to feel so hot that you have to take off your clothes. Mm-hmm. Don't fucking do that! Anyway, so the following Saturday. Okay. So, five days later. I feel like I'm going to need a time. I'm making a timeline in my head right now. Yeah, so that's why I'm giving you all these details for time wise. Timeline. Because this all happened within two weeks. You know, if we were, like, BuzzFeed on Solve kind of money, I'd definitely take the time to fucking edit this into a video and <laughs> make it a time, actual yeah. timeline. But we don't. Anyway, so on <laughs> and I'm lazy. March 9th, the following Saturday, Kay. her father, Pat Boland, walked four miles. Oh, my gosh. To the doctor. Four miles. Who had been there earlier that week, by the way. Okay. And had told them that Bridget was merely suffering from bronchitis. It doesn't sound like bronchitis to me. Eh, cough and a headache. Bronchitis is that's basically it. It's just an inflammation of your bronchial tubes due to an either infection yeah, or virus. Yeah, I know, but like I don't know the cold part. Um, the cold doesn't actually make you sick. It just lowers your immune system enough that it's actually very easy for you to get sick after. Okay. Yeah. So I'm bronchitis is, is an opportunistic infection. Bronchitis is a little bitch. Yes. Um, and so the doctor says, oh yeah, I can't make it, on Saturday he says, I can't make it out till next Wednesday. 
Which is, you know, a whole week after she's been sick. Yeah. And then some. Um, but yeah, like I said, he was pretty sure it was just bronchitis. Like, it was, you know. He was like, it's not that bad. Plenty of rest. Yep. Chicken noodle soup. Drink some fucking water. Drink water. Get get that hydration hoe. You'll be fine. But. It's always a but. Michael did not, thought that answer was just a little too simple. You know, okay, I take everything back. Michael would be the one in the MLM. And I say that because I feel like he'd be the one that think essential oils will cure shit like this. Well, um, am I wrong? Well, the shit they do try is some pretty fucking crazy. So basically, he'd be an anti-vaxxer. He's a robot. Oh my gosh, he is. <laughs> anyway, so Michael decided that this was clearly not just bronchitis. You know, his wife's lying in bed and she's like, <coughs> you know. As one does. As one does when you have bronchitis. I would know. I get it like once a month. <laughs> sick, sick bitch. I have a very poor immune system. Don't we both? Anyway. He said, and I quote, that the Bridget laying in his bed was too fine and <laughs> two inches taller than his Bridget. Okay, hang on. So, <laughs> he's like, right now, my, yes, my wife's sick. But she is wife. much prettier now. She's really pretty. She's That just sounds pretty. like some sadistic shit. Like, seeing someone sick and thinking that's the hottest shit ever. No, clearly this could not be his wife because she was just too pretty to be his wife. So basically, his wife normally is ugly. Is this what I'm getting? This is so mean. Anyway, his ass. because of these slight changes. Slight changes? I know, if I grew two inches, that's definitely a slight change. Wait, she's 16, right? No, she's 25 now. Oh, she's 25 at this point. Yes. They've say, been married for eight years. Okay, I was going to say, if she's still 16. Yeah. Dude, she could grow two inches. Well, when you're possible. laying in bed and you're not getting up, so part of the reason, like, your height changes, like, from day to day yeah. is because gravity. But if you're laying in bed and not getting up, it's totally, you know, half an That's inch. why you're taller in the morning than you yeah. are in the evening. So, like, he's basically just fucking crazy. He's fucking stupid. Anyway. He's the type that would put oh, essential oils in his wife's food to say yes. this will fucking cure yes. anything. Okay. So, basically, he's like, okay, so my wife is way too pretty to be my wife. Clearly. So, it's like a backhanded insult as well. Clearly, this woman in my bed is a changeling. That is jumping to a lot of conclusions. Which, for those of y'all who don't know... A changeling is a fairy person who is exchanged for a human person. Usually children. Um, usually sickly fairies are exchanged for healthy humans. And they're used to, as to replace children or for, like, nursemaids or slaves. That kind of stuff. So basically more vulnerable people. Yes, they usually target, like, young women and children. Yeah, so basically vulnerable people. Yeah, so... People that'd be considered easy targets. Yes. Okay. Anyway, so... Because if you're an old woman, you can just beat them with a fucking cane. Well, actually, they chose young women because they used them as milk, like, nursemaids. What the fuck? You you do know what that means, right? Yeah, I know. I'm sitting yeah. thinking in my head, why? It like, was believed that, like, human breast milk helped the fairies develop better. <laughs> So human women would be taken to fair into the fairy realm. So basically, she's being like used as a cow. Yes. Yes. So basically, his thought is my wife is now in the fairy realm, being milked by her titties like a fucking cow, while this changeling <laughs> whore is in my bed, coughing everywhere, coughing everywhere. This is what he's thinking. This is what's going through this. This is man's what head. is going through this man's head. Oh my god, we need to start recording these episodes so people can just watch my face. <laughs> like my shock unravel. Oh, jeez. Anyway, so this idea likely came from our favorite neighbor slash cousin. So the one guy who would always tell the uh, John, face stories. John, John. slash Jack. No, whatever your fucking name Jack is. Jack Dunn. 
I feel like it's probably John, actually. It's actually... I wrote Jack more than I wrote... I only wrote John once. So I think it's Jack. Most of the time I just call him Dunn. Okay. So Dunn. Who was a charismatic... And I'm so sorry if I butcher this. Shankai. What's a Shankai? A fairy storyteller. So it's a storyteller who was very well versed in fairy lore. So basically he'd be what's considered today as like one of those people who study mythologies. Yes. So like that'd be it. But Mm -hmm. specifically Faye. Specifically Faye. So that would be technically what he is, comparatively. Yes. I love how we're comparing them in modern times. We're like, okay, this yeah. is modern retelling. Anyway, <laughs> so on that same Wednesday that the doctor came, on March 13th, okay. a priest delivers Bridget's last rites. Just, just in, in case. case. I mean, he was probably like, oh yeah, this bitch is going to get better. But. Just in case. Just you know, honestly, case. considering the time period, mm-hmm. I'd probably want my last rites, too. This is, we don't want her to die without getting her last rites. Yeah. Like, I'd be like, you know what? I'm really sick. I haven't moved in, from my bed for, like, a week. Mm-hmm. A little over a week now. Twelve. Give um, me my nine last... Nine days. Nine days. Give me my last rites, just in case. Just in case this is it. This is in case this is over. Oh, Lena, what? Oh, it's, uh, nothing we need to bother with now. We have this to do. Anyway, so Dunn then convinces Michael to go see a fairy doctor. Because, yes, there is a different kind of doctor. Okay. For fairy maladies. So, basically, they're like the snake's oil salmon. This is like the equivalent of your neighbor telling you to go talk to Karen in their upline. Yeah. (laughs) So, I was thinking, like, doTERRA oils... Motherfuckers selling the tear oils. Be like, you need to go talk to the person above me. Yeah. Anyway, so the fairy doctor gives them a recipe. Oh boy. And I don't already trust this. A concoction of new milk. Okay. Which is the milk of a cow that has recently calved. Calved. So like the first milking. Yeah. Well, before you're even supposed to milk the cow, because when a cow um, has a calf, you're supposed to like. Wait a couple days before milking him. Yeah. Because new milk is kind of fucking disgusting. Oh, that sounds gross. It's full of a lot more, like, nutrients and shit, specifically for the calf. So you're supposed to give that cat to the yes. calf? Okay. Anyway, so it's a concoction of new milk with herbs steeped into it for them to make Bridget drink. I bet she didn't want to drink that. Oh, I would not want to drink that. I wouldn't want to drink that either, because, like, It would have been, like, really bitter. It would have been awful. I would have been like, add some honey to that shit. Add some sugar to that shit. I'm not drinking that. It's like me with tea. Like, I'm not gonna sit there and drink some really bitter-ass tea without without some serious, like, honey or sugar Mm -hmm. first. Like, you're just not. So, the next day... Okay. We are at 314 now. 314. Joanna Burke comes to visit her sick cousin... As you do. Yeah, you do. You call on your sick Especially family. if they're given last rites and shit. Yeah, you go like, that's see serious. how your cousin is doing. That's serious shit, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that's the one thing you do. Like, if your family member is so sick that you haven't moved the bed from the week, and they got led their last rites, the doctor isn't really doing anything, you go visit that sick family member. Yeah. That's the equivalent of someone in the hospital. That's like a hospice visit. Yeah. That's like going to, that's like going to go see your family member in hospice. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. you just do that. That's <clears throat> normal. It's the oh, I'm expecting you to die, so I'm going to say my goodbye now. Yeah. Anyway, so when she arrives on Thursday, she arrives to the site of Michael Clary and three of her brothers forcing this concoction of new milk and herbs down Bridget's throat. Ranting about driving the fairy out. I was going to say that sounds kinky, but if I walked into that, my first thought is to turn on my heel and walk right back out Well, the this would be like, um, you know how if you, like, kind of grab someone's jaw in just the right place, you can force it yeah. open? It would be like doing that and pouring this mixture down her throat. Um, anyway... So this little ritual of them shouting at her, um, telling her to say her name, like, three times and all kinds of stuff like that. This ha- So basically, Bridget's probably just laying there like these 
these people have lost it. Well, they're like holding her down and she's yeah, trying to she's get away. Yeah, she's probably thinking they've lost it. Yeah, she's trying to get away because they're shoving shit down her throat. Like, she's like, I need to get away right now. I'm they're, in danger. Um, they're feeding her urine. Yeah, they also, they also like fed her urine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, no, I'm out. Yeah, so That's, like this is where the part where you're just she kind of is like they fucking lost their mind. I clearly, she is like trying to get away. She's like, I'm already sick. I need to get out. Like, there's no yeah if and or but about it. You just leave. Yeah. So by midnight, this ritual, quote unquote ritual, was completed. I would kill myself. <laughs> this is it. I just feel like they're trying to feed me piss. Wait. I'm sick enough. And it's get worse. Okay. Wait. Okay. Friday morning, mass is held in their bedroom to clear away evil energies. Mass isn't going to clear. You know what? Okay, I'll take it. You know what? I'm just going to say, yes, it totally will. No. But you know what? We'll take it. So March 15th, it is the Friday. She has been sick for 11 days. Oh, gosh. It has been almost two weeks since she first became ill. Bridget, for the first time in two weeks, gets up and gets dressed. You know, she puts on her LuLaRoe leggings and her Mary Kay tote bag. She gets her Boss Babe cup out and she is, you know, she's doing better. She goes downstairs to greet her family, who are all sitting in the, uh... Downstairs because they are there for tea. So basically, she's like, "I'm feeling a little bit better. I'm not. I don't feel bad anymore. I I'm not sick." She's like, "I feel better enough to where I can get up. My family has come to tea. I should get up. We're gonna get up. We're gonna have a nice meal. Honestly, I would take that as a good sign, right? Like, yes. Like, cause like they did all this, and obviously she's like, obviously, yeah. She gets back up. up. She stopped coughing. She's like, I'm fine. And so she goes down and she goes, "Hey." Can I have some milk? Okay. Which You're was grinning the... like like this is the most evil thing and I don't understand what's so wrong about milk right now. Which sets Michael on a warpath. Oh my gosh. Over milk? Yes. To be honest though, right? Like milk after like calf and stuff has nutrients stuff. Like whether it's new milk or not, they primarily have nutrients. That doesn't sound like a bad idea to me. Do you want to know why? Okay, tell me why. I don't know. Much, I don't know jack shit about the Danish. It is very much believed that the fairies will go nuts for milk. They love milk. Okay, milk's good. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Unless I mean, you're lactose intolerant. To be fair, I'm allergic. You. You're allergic. I'm not just lactose intolerant. I am allergic. Okay, I don't like. Cow milk, and I don't like goat milk. I like nut milk, like as in like almonds and soy and shit. I'll drink that, but I won't really drink. But you know, milk's milk. It's still good. So I understand the point. She just asked for some milk. Maybe she had some tea. Maybe she likes her tea milky. You don't know. But. Or maybe she was just like, in her head, she's probably thinking. I just want some goddamn milk. I just want some goddamn milk. <laughs> you know, after laying in bed for so long, coughing out your lungs, you probably want something. Maybe you good. want some fucking milk. Yeah, you probably just want something. It's like asking, like being sick for two weeks, and you're like, you know yeah. what? I, I could go for some ice cream or cake or something. Yeah. Treat yourself for feeling a little better. Yeah. Her- anyway, so Michael yells about how she is still a fairy, and Bridget in probably. The last decision she gets to make ever. So she dies. So that's the plot twist. Thanks. I mean, I did say she died March 15th, 1895. I mean, yeah. And I just established that this is the morning of March 15th. Okay, my brain skipped that. Um, Bridget, probably the last decision she ever made in her life, <sighs> says, Your mother used to go with fairies, and that's why you think I am going with them. Holy shit. If anything, that just sounds like I'm done with your shit. Fuck off. And that is a direct quote from Joanna Burke, who was there in the room when this happened. Okay, so she was just like, that That sounds like throwing shade at somebody to me. Like, come, like modern time, it'd be like, your mom's a whore, you're just afraid of me being one too. Like, yeah. That just sounds like some shade. That sounds like tea. Literal tea. So Anyway, so Michael is obviously pissed. He's like, fuck this bitch. And it's like, 
Okay, clearly you're still a fucking fairy. No, but okay. And so he grabs three pieces of bread with jam. Okay. And basically tells her she needs to eat them all. Okay, like, that makes no sense. I can't even eat three pieces of jam toast on a good day, right? Like, I maybe could eat, like, one and a half. Okay, well, the whole... Because that's been repeating the threes thing. Yeah. Has to, it, like, resembles, like, the Holy Trinity. Yeah, but, it's like... It's the idea that the Holy Trinity will drive out the Fae. Okay. Yeah, I get that, but my point is, like, I couldn't eat, like, one and a half on a well, good day. she falters on the third piece. As one probably would do. Like, can you sit there and eat three pieces of toast with jam in one sitting? Dry. Exactly. Can you honestly do it? Because I don't think you could. I don't think I could. Exactly. I don't think anybody could, really. You know what? Take that as a challenge. We'll call it the, uh, the Danishy challenge. (laughs) The Bridget Clary challenge. No, Danishy challenge. Because if they can do it, then they're not the fae. Fair enough. If you can do it, bitch, you're a fae. Sorry about your luck. Anyway... So, she falters on the last piece. Like I, like I said, if one does. Which Michael then proceeds to, like, shove down her throat. Screaming at her, asking if she is Bridget Boland, daughter of Pat Boland. Okay, well, she can't really answer when you're shoving toast down her throat. <laughs> but of course she doesn't answer. Because you're shoving toast down her throat. And so, he basically throws her to the ground. Rude. Um, smashes her head against the floor, rips all but her underdress off of her. Theron family is there. Can we keep that in mind? So she's basically left in, like, a white shift. Yeah. Like, very, you know, like, literally just, like, rips her fucking clothes off of her. Can we keep in mind the family is probably staring in admit horror? It's her dad and her cousins. They're they're probably sitting there horrified. No, the, no, wait, no, never mind. The neighbor was not there. Yeah. But he had been there the night before. So they're probably all horrified. So he smashes her head against the um, stone floor, because they're in front of the hearth. So they're in front of, like, the main fire. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And he then proceeds to set her undershirt on fire. As you do not do. And pours paraffin oil, like, oil, lamp oil. Yeah. Over her head. As you do not do it once again. Which, as lamp oil does, fucking goes whoosh. Whoosh. Okay, he literally lit his own wife on fire. And her family tried to stop him. Tried to put it out. But could, could not. He kept screaming about how she was not his wife, how she was a fairy, and how he had to do this. I just feel bad because she obviously married this man. She did. And they were very happy until the week before. Yeah. Like, I don't know. There had to be some kind of red flags beforehand. Yeah. There had to be. There's no way. So, after she died. Okay. Which she did very quickly because her fucking head was on fire. Well, yeah. And your hair She also probably had a concussion, too, because concussion. he slammed her against the stone. Yeah. Your hair catches fire really quick, too. Mm-hmm. So, she was gone. He locked her relatives in the house with her still smoldering corpse. And by the way, burning corpses smell god so bad. Take it from me. They uh, Take it from me, I Not say. even just, like, hair alone. Oh, yeah. Smells so bad. Singed hair just smells awful. Mm-hmm. I, all I, my main thought right now is, No. So he locks them in the house with her still smoldering corpse and leaves. It's it's going to smell awful. It's oh, going to smell yeah. bad. There's no way. They were probably all like really Gagging. put off that tea that they were eating when she came down. Gagging. Probably someone vomited. I wouldn't be surprised. Because that's how bad it mm-hmm. smells. An hour later, he came back with a knife. Why didn't they have a knife in the house? I'm confused. <laughs> I would assume you have a knife in the house. He came back with a knife and okay. he told one of the cousins, Patrick Kennedy, um, that he had dug a hole for the body. Okay. And that if he did not help him hide the body, he was going to kill him. So, so what I'm getting is there was definitely red flags on this marriage long before this point. This guy is ready to kill two people in one day because he thinks his, he thought his wife was a fairy. Definitely red flags. All I'm thinking is there's something definitely wrong long before this that people just ignored. Mm -hmm. Well, it was 1895. It was 1895. 
Anyway, so Patrick Kennedy obviously has no choice but to yeah, help. It's like, yeah, I want to fucking live. I don't want to be stabbed. No, thank you. My sister and three of my brothers and my uncle are all here, too. Yeah. And so it's basically like he could kill any one of us if I don't do And anything. I just watched my cousin get lit on fire. Yeah, so there's there's just, like, aspect of if I don't fucking help him, there's a good chance another one of my family members could die. Mm-hmm. It's like being locked in... In a in a house with a serial killer, where everyone could die, and the serial killer's like, if you don't help me, yeah, bury your dead relative, you're fucking next. Yeah. Anyway, so they hid the body. Yeah. And a few d- days later, our lovely person Michael, okay, is at church. And the priest is, like, doing the sacrament, and Michael just goes on and on about how he is not worthy. And how he has done a horrible, awful thing. Well, yeah. Which then he confesses to Jack Dunn, who was out of town the day of Bridget's murder. Yeah. He says, uh, I killed my fucking wife. And Jack Dunn is like, oh my fucking god. (laughs) He's probably like, dude, that, no, that is one thing you do not do. Yeah, who and then Jack Dunn then goes to the priest and tells the priest what Michael told him. And then the, finally, the the priest called the authorities. Okay, yeah. I was trying to think, is this during that time where the priest was technically a part of the authorities? No. This, no. no, so this is past that. I was trying to remember it in history, sorry. Because yeah. there was that one point in history where priests were considered yeah. part of the law. Authority. So basically, Jack's like, okay, Michael just killed his fucking wife. Thought you might want to know. Um, and the priest is like, oh, fucking shit. Yeah. And then he goes and tells the cops. And so... He does tell the popo. Yeah. The only time I'm happy the popo is called. So they all were convicted of manslaughter. Um, Michael Clary, Pat Bull, and Jack Dunn, and four of Bridget's cousins were convicted of manslaughter. None of them served more than, like, 15 years in jail. But it was um, reduced to manslaughter instead of murder because um, the judge was like, they very clearly believed that this was, they were killing a fairy. I don't give a fuck. It was basically an insanity. It was an insane. No, I don't give a fuck. See, most killers today can't get that insanity pill. Most cannibals can't get that insanity pill. That insanity pill uh, today is extremely hard to get and you have to go through a forensic psychologist and be exactly examined by them. Mm-hmm. They have to examine... You have to be in there with them for, I think, about more than an hour. Definitely more than an hour. Or at least, like, hour increments. And be examined thoroughly, mentally, in order to get that insanity pill. There is no way, it's even remotely, that that was an insanity pill. Or should it have been considered an insanity Well, pill? it was because... It was very much held that Michael Clary strongly believed... I still wouldn't give a fuck. It was still like... This man believed his wife was a fairy because he maintained until the day he went to jail that he thought that if he waited in the town square, she would come riding out on a white horse for to come back to him. No. Yeah. You just killed her. This man very firmly believed that his wife was going to come back. He was not mentally in his right mind. Yeah, no. He's not. I'm just saying, like, today's standards, even so, like, he he wouldn't have gotten that same feeling. I... I mean, he still went to jail. Yeah, he still went to jail. But, like... He served 15 years on manslaughter. Well, yeah. But my point is, like, today's terms, he definitely wouldn't have gotten the Sandy pill. I don't know. I think he probably would have. No. This man literally tortured his wife and killed her because he thought she was a fairy. Let me make this clear. This was not premeditated. No, it wasn't premeditated. But it don't matter because sometimes people... Okay, I'm not going to get into, like, a huge ass debate because this is already long enough. This is, like, 45 minutes long. But my point is, like, there's no way. I know... I've known serial killers. But this wasn't a serial killer. Yeah, no, but I'm saying I've seen cases... But this would have been an individual case I've seen cases where people with schizophrenia, like... Not schizophrenia, but, like, severe... People with schizophrenia usually still get an insanity appeal. Not really. Yeah, there's actually been several cases in the last ten years that have... Last ten years, maybe. But, like, it depends. It varies. Like, I don't know how I want to really explain that, what I'm thinking. 
It yeah, you can't just say insane. I'm insane. But this was... You have to... Str- this man, it was very clear that he... This wasn't him just saying, oh, my wife is a fairy, that's why I killed her. This was very clear conviction that he was... He believed very thoroughly with his entire being that his wife was a supernatural entity. This... My question is, though, right? Why would you kill the fae? Like, if I was in his position... Okay, let's put it this way. Because if I was in his at- position, I would have literally asked where my wife was. Hold the fucking Changling as hostage if I was so strongly until they gave her back. But that's not how the f- Dana Shi work. I don't know what how the Dana Shi work. Okay, so explain this to me. The idea is if the fairy Changeling is close to death, yeah. the fairies will give back the human. You basically have to kill the Changeling to get your, your family member back. Very close to death, though. Yeah. Or kill them outright. Either way, you basically have to make it so that the fairies cannot leave the ch- that the fairy with you. It a lot of cases it does take fucking killing the fairy to get your Okay, I don't know how the thing she worked, but like I'm just sitting here thinking in my head like, right? Like this was not so much insanity, but the judge was like we cannot try these as first degree murder. You can't even when really... it's very clear you... that this was... I wouldn't also try any of the family members in my case. Well, they participated. Unwillingly? Well, no, because they participated in torturing her the night before. Okay, yeah. That's why they were charged, is they were accomplices. The night before, I was thinking of... No, they were accomplices. Of torture, yeah. Yeah. Not of murder. Um, but yeah. They were obviously like, no, 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 and then they were held against their will mm-hmm. to shut the fuck up, because if he killed... What was it, their cousin, their mm-hmm. family member? Yeah. They're going to come after him. Yeah, well, Michael Clary held on very tight to the belief that he believed that Bridget would come riding into town on a tied to a white horse, and all he would have to do is cut her chains, and she would be his again. Two questions. Why specifically a white horse? Good question. And secondly, cut her chains... Honey, like, chains are made out of what? What, iron? Yeah. What would you use to cut them during this I time period? I don't know, but he believed that that's how, that he would get Bridget back, that he just needed to wait for There's her. There's so much, like, that doesn't make sense with his, like, mindset. Exactly, which is but, why I'm saying that he is actually probably actually insane. Yes, but my problem is, I just trying to figure out how he would plan to cut these chains. <laughs> Well, <laughs> he also said that had it not been for Jack Dunn, yeah, he would never have thought that his wife was a changeling. And he, so basically, for the rest of his life, blamed Jack Dunn for putting the idea into his head. Or John Dunn. Just Mr. Dunn. Yes. So, you're going to blame the guy who's a storyteller, right? Like, this is his thing, this is what he does, this is what he studies, for saying, oh, that's a possibility. Yes. Instead of you being a fucking 30-something-year-old man. And using, point, like, yeah, a he was shred- about 33. Using a shred of common sense saying, I'm gonna fucking trust the doctor. Yes. That has medical fucking history. And well, it- to be fair, in the 1890s, doctors were not exactly... Great? Yes. Not today's standard, but they still yes. got a pretty good idea what they're doing. Yes. So, like, I wouldn't blame Mr. Dunn. And this. This is, like, what he does. This is, like, yes. his passion project. This is what he studies. I would more so blame Michael, because you didn't use that common sense you have as a 30-something, you're 33. 34, old, 33, yeah. Man. And be like, yeah, the doctor's probably right. It's probably bronchitis. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, that's well, on you. Well, this actually, from a political standpoint, actually came from a, at a really inopportune time. Yeah. I don't because... know what's going on in the island in 1830. <laughs> Ireland was kind was starting to push for their independence from Britain. Okay. And the British were very much like, y'all are a bunch of stupid idiots. I would just been like, this idiot's a stupid idiot. And so this this was a huge case. Yeah. I mean, they found her body half dug in a half dug hole, bur- like burnt to a crisp. Yeah. Like, like your nachos the other night. That was like three months ago. Your nachos the other night. Anyway, so this came out at, like, a really inopportune time politically because yeah. it kind of just reinforced that stereotype that the English were holding over the Irish. Yeah. Um, 
And so it actually left a pretty big impact. It probably was like enforced England's mindset of they can't be trusted yeah, to be left on their own. Like, oh, you guys say you're prepared to run a country independently, but look at this man. He's so he's um he believes so strongly in fairy stories that he burned his wife to death. Yeah. So it did So have, it was basically like a parent looking at the child like you can't be trusted. You just snuck out past midnight, you bitch ass. Do you really think you could be trusted to be out until like kind of, except more it's like um, run a country. No, it's more you want to run a country, but you're also stupid. You believe in fairies. Hmm. I I was gonna make a little, you know, little little tidbit of shade, but then I decided that to. was more how it was. Like, how can you be trusted to run a country? If you believe in fairies. Um, so there are, so it did have some pretty political, like, issues. Political ramifications. Yeah. Um, it did lead to a lovely little nursery ditty. I don't want to hear it. Uh, we're going to hear it. You have it? It's like two lines. It's a jump rope song. Okay. Anyway, so there's a lovely little skipping rope song. Okay. Are you a witch, or are you a fairy, or are you the wife of Michael Clary? I'm a witch. And that, dear listeners, is the story of Bridget Clary and The how... last witch burned in Ireland. And how also... To not be a shitty husband. Yeah, basically. Basically do nothing that Michael did. Please listen to medical doctors. I swear they know what they're talking Don't about. Don't set your goddamn wife on fire. Don't sit there and try to shove bread down her throat, and as you do, ask her to say her name. Like, say your name. Yeah, like, that's gonna work. So just do everything the opposite of what he did. Yep. Be a calm, rational human being. And before you do anything stupid, think of the possible political ramifications it might have for your new country. I was trying to think if there was any new countries for me, and then my thought was, I wouldn't think so. It was, it was, it was a joke. I know, but I was also trying to think if there was, because I was like, well, is there? Because we'll, we'll, I'll email them. I'll email them. I'll send a very strongly worded email. (laughs) Well, I hope you enjoyed this, like, twice as long as normal episode to make up for the fact we've been gone for four weeks. That's fair. Um, so... There's that. Next week, uh... Next, is next week the Christmas episode that we Next week on? will be the Christmas episode, yeah. Okay. I'm trying to think. When do I work? Tato. Anyway. Yeah, okay. We'll keep we'll, an eye out for Chris, our Christmas episode. Which is gonna be... Next done week. by me. Yeah, next week. Hosted by me, whatever. Tato! Alright. You burp potato! Well... I think this is it. This is it. I'm kind of sad. It's over. Just this episode. Yeah, and then we won't be able to do it. Oh, wait. Anyway. (laughs) There's me. It's like, what was the next one be? Okay. Anyway. Bye, y'all. Bye, you stupid witches.